0: this is jalen for Dobbs. where tire buying is easy at gotodobs.com Dobbs.com, shop brands sizes pricing and our amazing deals with 40 plus locations get same day install for tires it's Dobbs. for deals you can use click on go now you ready
1: show time on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy
0: do doing later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yes
1: The opening drive on 101 ESPN Brooke Grimsley, Kerry Davis, Randy Carricker. Brooke officially a part of the team I'm going to be out of town next week So it'll be Kerry and Brooke that'll be uh, Actually carrying the load For you The Blues have acquired forward Jakob Verana from Detroit In exchange for Dylan McLaughlin And a 2025 7th round draft pick We go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity line and joining us right now Is Blues analyst Perhaps very tired, Joe Vitale Good morning sir, how are you?
0: Hey, to the, the trio, the trio. I was Brooke on board. Brooke, going to go. You know, I'm listening. Uh, I'm Rainy and where they were pulling the weight. It was a great show, but I know you're going to add such a great extra element. So I'm looking forward to hearing you guys. I'm doing well this guy. This, this morning, guys. How are you guys doing? Everything's yeah. good. How's the weather in L.A.? Well, actually, believe it or not, so uh, Chris and I, Curbs and I actually stayed back. We stayed back this weekend. We're doing the games from Centene. Uh, for multiple reasons, uh, the main reason, uh, not to get all morbid here, but my father just got a not, not, a not so great diagnosis uh, the other day. So we're with him at Seidman and we're getting all, all great. And it's, it's really good because the doctors over there are taking such good care of him um, and everything, everything so far has been wonderful. And just having the support of me and all the family this, this weekend is really important. So that's been good. So unfortunately, we did not make the trip out to San Jose, L.A. and Arizona. I'm bummed, too, because whenever we go to San Jose, it's so close, as you know, to San Francisco. And if ever I can squeeze, like, a few hours out on a day off, I hop on that that bullet train that takes you to San Francisco. I catch up with some old sourdough buddies, and then I'm back on my way. But unfortunately, this was the one trip I had to miss this year.
1: Well, Joey, our prayers are with, with you and your dad and your family, okay?
0: Thank you, Green. I appreciate that. Hey, Joey. The the Blues finally got it going last night uh, with a six three victory over the Sharks. What did you see that finally, I guess, broke the broke it all open for them to uh, get the goal in the net, get the puck in the net and score some goals? You know, care. I think it was just one goal, led to two, and two to three. You know, I. It's hard to say. It's hard to pinpoint one thing. And you know, when you talk about streaks in hockey, whether it's winning streaks, losing streaks or how to get things back on the right track. You know, a lot of times coaches and players say, hey, we just we just need one. Let's get one, and then that could build into two, and then, and then you start to build something. But it does start with one. Obviously, the Colton Parekel goal uh, to get things rolling after being down by two, you know, that that certainly got the, the team going a little bit. I really believe it was the Jordan-Kyru power play goal, the second goal, that to me really just jolted this team in the right direction. Number one, because not only do you tie the game, but more importantly, you get a power play goal, which you really need it. I mean, that, this power play was not doing so good heading into last night's game. So I think that goal gave a lot of belief to some of the star players on that team. Of course, it didn't, and it just started, to you build. Know, Buchnevich four assists last night. And I think that there was um, a bit of a, a discussion between the first and second intermission. We talked to Kasperi Kapanen after the game. He talks about how there was a little bit of a wake-up call between uh, the first and second intermission. I, I can't imagine it being anything other than simply hey, we're tired of losing, we're, we're, we're fed up with losing, we've lost to some good teams, but now here we are losing to a team that's below us. I mean, so that is where I think that win last night, it was so important for the Spirits. You don't mind losing a tough game to Seattle crack, and they're a good hockey team. You don't mind losing to the Pittsburgh Penguins or the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, these are playoff-destined teams. But to, to drop a game at home to the Vancouver Canucks, that, that was a heartbreaker. And then now to drop one potentially to the San Jose Sharks being down 2-0 after the first period, that's another one that just kind of off the page like, oh, man, come on, boys. Like, w- We got better than this. We got to get this thing going in the right direction. And it was certainly a good response in that second period. Joey, you know, you can't replace number 90 and number 91, um, but bringing in Kapanen and now Rana, what will that do? How will that help the top six for the Blues? Well, I think it's going to take a little bit of pressure, uh, Brooke, it's going to take a little bit of pressure off of, I think, you know, maybe Kyru and Thomas right now, you know, you lose, and Bouch Davis for that matter, you lose O'Reilly and Tarasenko, right? So then the idea is that this team is clearly moving in a different direction. So that direction now, uh, the pillars of that new direction, for the most part is Thomas and Cairo on the offensive side of things with Bush Davis kind of being that third pillar, right? I mean, that that's what's understood now. I think what's important about the development of a young player is you can't put too much on them too quickly. And what I mean by that is when Jonathan Tavares went to Toronto, there was a debate. Who's going to be the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs? Is it going to be Tavares, who they just signed as a free agent? Or is it going to be Austin Matthews, who clearly is their franchise player? Now, Austin Matthews at the time, I believe he was only 22, 23 years old when this all was going down. So they were looking at it, well, although Austin is going to have more years, hopefully, with us and be the franchise face of this team for the next decade, is it really in his best interest to give him the C and put this much pressure on him? So they decided to go with the already proven captain and the older guy in Jonathan Tavares. And I think it's actually worked out pretty well. As you see, Austin Matthews clearly uh, has not hindered his development one bit at all. And I think the same, the same goes for Thomas and Cairo. You have to be very careful about how you handle these young players and their development and and what that looks like. If you throw too much on them too quickly, it can really, it can truly overwhelm them um, from a leadership standpoint, from a playing time standpoint. So I think when you add a player, a veteran proven player like Casper Kapanen, I think that's why that move was made. We need more established players, we need someone to come in here and help grab this thing. We can't be what the Arizona Coyotes are doing. We couldn't be what the Buffalo Sabres have been for almost a decade as far as just having just so many young guys. Because not only are you not going to win hockey games, you really are going to just uh, disrupt the development of a young player where maybe they don't get as good or as elite as quickly as you like to see. So I think you add some proven players in there. Of course, I had a great uh, empty net goal last night. He had a great chance in the second period. He just missed on 2-on-0. He's had his looks. But to certainly get the one on the board I think for Kapanen, I think is going to show him, the, obviously, the confidence moving forward in the rest of this road trip.
1: All right, Joey V, we opened this segment by mentioning that there was snow in Los Angeles this week, and a woman named Olivia Duke said she's been trapped in her home, and the only food that she had left in her home was oatmeal. So Joey V is trapped in his home and only has one food left. What is the food that you're choosing that you want to be stocked up on?
0: Oh, come on, Randy. It's a silly question. It's flour. It's just one ingredient. It's just flour. You know, you know that. I mean, think about it. Think about what, what you could do with flour. I mean, because, listen, you got water from the faucet. Everyone's got salt, yep. you know? So then it's just, then you just make some sourdough bread. That's, that, that's all that it was. That, that's how bread, you know, got started. It's like back in, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, they, they got all these wheat, they got, found all these wheat um, stalks. And these, like, homo sapiens looked at these wheat stalks and Randy and uh, and Brooke and Carrie, they, they they tried eating them and it tastes like gravel. You ever, you ever seen like a, a wheat berry? It's like it's like a rock. Like you can't you can't. So then they said, okay, well, uh, shoot, what, what are we going to do? So what they did, they started started to pound it. They started to grind it down and like this powder. And of course they. They lifted it, they spit it out. It was just powder. It was gross, right? <laughs> well, then some uh, some Aristotle of, of of his time said, "Well, let's mix it with some water and let's make some porridge." So obviously, oatmeal. Uh, mm-hmm. To her point, oatmeal was created in that moment. So then, the evolution, hundreds and thousands of years, to continue to go by. And all of a sudden, one, uh, one homo sapien maybe had too much mead the night before, and he forgot that he left his oatmeal out on the windowsill. And then all of a sudden, it goes by for five, six days, and he checks on his oatmeal that he left there last Saturday night. And it's blown up. It's like quadrupled the size. So what does he do? He tries it. Of course, it tastes sour and disgusting. So then he spits it out. But then his buddy, <laughs> who is basically the, uh, the renaissance man of, of, our, of our bread time, said, well, you know, if you can't eat it now, let's just put it in the oven. See so what happens? And boom. There's your, there's your sourdough bread. So, again, all you need is flour, man, flour, <laughs> water, salt, a little bit of love and a lot of time. And uh, you had the most nutritious stuff in the world for it. You know that, Randy. I
1: you had no idea, by the way. That, uh, I had no idea that's, that, that that's how sourdough bread started. So I'm, <laughs> oh, sure. I'm glad to know.
0: Absolutely, man. That, that, that is exactly the way bread was created. And uh, I know we were talking about San Francisco. Go to San Francisco. It is the best sourdough bread in the world, and it's not an opinion. If you go to San Francisco for for all of you've been there, you know that San Francisco it hangs it hangs generally for the most part between like forty between like forty and eighty degrees. It doesn't really go really above eighty too much. It doesn't drop in the freezing temperatures. Now, why is that important for sourdough bread? Well, sourdough bread is basically bacteria. You're using the bacteria of the air and, of course, the wheat in your hands. And bacteria needs the right temperature to grow, as we know. That's why a refrigerator is below 35 degrees because bacteria can't grow. And that's why when you put something in the oven, boom, you blow up the bacteria, you kill it because it's too hot. So bacteria love that 40 to 80 range. And, of course, San Francisco's temperatures hang around 40 to 80, not to mention it's got the humidity coming off the coast. So it is the perfect environment for bacteria to grow, hence the best sourdough bread in the world. Okay, one one thing, have you not watched The Last of Us, Joey? You can't have all this dependence on flour. That new show hey man, that's come out? <laughs> I, I, I haven't. May, maybe, maybe I should get into it. Maybe I should start my own show. I don't know. No, it's, it's fascinating. It, it's, it's, the, it's beyond fascinating stuff. I know. Well, if anybody hasn't watched Last of Us, it involves zombies. It involves flower, oh. and the zombies come from the flower. So either way, not ruining for you, but just say. So flowers, flower and zombies. This is like this is like literally a show made for me. It's yes, perfect. you got to watch it and get back to me, Joey.
1: Hey, Joey. Okay, I'm I'm on it. One, one more thing here, and I, I just want to toss this out. Have you ever heard of a sourdough puff?
0: A sourdough puff. So they they used to have
1: these stores in San Francisco called the San Francisco Sourdough Puff Store. And they would take the dough and they would deep fry it. And then they could put in like whipped cream and strawberries or they would put in garlic and olive oil. So you had like a savory puff or a sour or or a sweet puff. They were all spectacular. And I don't think they make them anymore. Somebody's got to come back with this, though. The deep fried sourdough and then put in like really good fillings.
0: You know what, Randy, I so I, I have made that before. I didn't know it was called a puff. So when you're refreshing your starter every day, there's, and this is what people struggle with with sourdough. They're like, oh, what do I do with, what do I do with my waste after I refresh it with a little bit of the mature starter? What do I do with the wasted starter? And they say, I said, well, you gotta throw it away, unfortunately, you know, it's like a dirty diaper. like you, you, get your baby and you clean it clean it all up and then you got this dirty diaper of waste well you're not going to save it you got to chuck it then that's the same way with it with sourdough starter if it's if it's the exposed sourdough starter, you gotta throw it away but a friend of mine in san francisco he never ever threw away his sourdough starter and what he did he made these little patties and he fried them on the stove with like olive oil and i tell you what they're like the best little pitas but i never thought about filling it with anything like cream or cherries but that is something that i have done and i'm gonna I'm going to look more into it. So it's called the Sourdough San Francisco Puff.
1: Yeah, if you just Google, and so I think the stores aren't around anymore, but there's a, a million stories about it. So they would put ice cream in it and all kinds of different fruits and stuff. It was really good.
0: I tell you what, maybe, maybe I'll start the Sourdough Puff section, you get your carrot cake section, and then we'll do uh, we'll put a little shop here in Kirkwood.
1: You know, uh, next, <laughs> next home game, I will bring you a carrot
0: cake are you serious don't 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 tease me Randy. i'm not teasing don't. you let me check okay. the
1: schedule here home next home game because we got a three-game west coast trip here right oh you know what hold on because i'm going to be out of town next week next home game that i'm in town i'm going to bring you a, a carrot cake
0: i like it do me a favor this time don't don't come in all flashy and show it off to everyone because everyone wants a bite like, can we just <laughs> yeah, right. slide, I'll, this I'll, slide you. it to you by the way, see, can you put it in one of your can you put it in one of your Lululemon bags? I know you're wearing all that Lululemon these days, Randy. If you just slide it in one of your Lululemon old bags um, and then just slide it right under my desk, no one will have to know it's there. And I don't need to. Share. I'm tired of sharing. it. I'm actually a pretty selfish person. I don't want to share the carrot cake anymore.
1: Joey V, you got it. And by the way, I'm going to be in Arizona. I was open to see you in Arizona on Tuesday night because I'm going to the game. But when the Blues play here on the 12th against Vegas, count on it.
0: You got it. You guys have a great day. Uh, Brooke, welcome to the awesome team. Uh, Carrie. you have a great weekend, and uh, Randy, always a pleasure talking to you. Love you, Joey. See you later. Okay, boys. You guys have a great day now. Uh, Bye-bye.
1: Take care. That's our buddy Joe Vitale here on 101 ESPN.